Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. It is your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You are joined by a fornocopia, not just a cornucopia, a fornocopia of hosts today. I am one of those four. We have also got Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. I went for you because you look the most awake out of the lot of us. <laughs> you sure well, about that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that you were awake. I just said that you look the most awake. Uh, well, I'm, I'm looking at another screen and Josh is looking at his phone. So. Indeed. <laughs> He's got a point. Indeed. Well, we've, as, you, as you heard right there, we have got Mr. Lee Padabadadoo. Say hi, Lee. How you doing? Yo, yo, yo. Two weeks on the trot, this. Yo, yo, yo. Two weeks on the trot. I mean, I have had to trots for two weeks, but... Oh, yo, 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 yo. Less of that, please. <laughs> How I mean, are you not skin and bone? In, and, and, and that's what another person to the left of me. <laughs> I might even pan it to the left. To the left, to the left. Everything you own in a box to the left. No, it's not. In a, it's in the Josh to the left. Hi, Josh. <laughs> now, y'all. One up this time. <laughs> are you doing the what what was that the fucking that cha-cha slide, slide. to the left slide yeah slide to the red crisscross <laughs> you sound like didn't a he die recently <laughs> I hope so I think he whoa. died recently whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> hey. this has taken a morbid turn on usually quickly for the fret talk podcast and it's usually me that does that indeed no when when there are four yeah, of but us you're on your phone mate come on get off your phone yeah. so i don't have to keep doing morbid shit when, yeah when there, are, when there are four of us it tends to devolve pretty quickly doesn't it um <laughs> it seems like a time as good as any to mention our sponsor for this week it is of course affordable <laughs> Affordable board bring you pedals from Demon Effects, JSA Effects, Musky, Joyo and K-Line at amazing prices. They are a UK company with all their stock ready to ship in fantastic recyclable packaging. Check them out at affordaboard.co.uk. You definitely should. Defo. I can confirm because I got two pedals from Affordable this week. You did? Was, was we might hear them. about more of them later. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah. We'll We'll save that as a little... Little spicy, spicy. I think what we do first is we talk some news. We're going to talk about <laughs> the least exciting bit of news. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, shit, le- news, shit, news, shit, news. Okay. Is it the, is the, it the Joe new Bonamassa Bonamassa signature? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? And I, I hate to say it because I think this is actually a, a decent bit of news, but we're going with Laney first. We're going with Laney. Laney. Um, they are Midlands boys as well, Laney. They're like within the area of Birmingham, so I really shouldn't be shitting on Laney. But here I am. So Which I guess is why Iomi used them. Then I yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume. Yeah, he so he had a, a guitar from Jade Customs, which was a, a like a Birmingham luthier who still make like the Iomi style SGs, uh, and he played Laney's. So all gravy, baby. Um, so yeah, Laney he played Gibson SG. <laughs> uh, he did, but he also had a, a Jade custom. I think it was like the the industrial looking SG P nineties, but it was it's, like yeah, yeah, it and it's, it's got the um, the cross inlays as well. Yeah. yeah, oh cool, the iron cross inlays. Yeah, I looked into like one of those. Naomi guy. Yeah. <laughs> when <laughs> when I was a much younger chap, I realised oh he he plays these like. Birmingham made guitars. Wouldn't it be awesome? 
checked the price and went, nope, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Laney have they've released two really interesting amplifiers in in a way that they're they're not what you'd expect. So they're within the iron. Uh, what are they called? Iron Horse range. Iron Hearts, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, it's the um, mm. the there's the Lion Heart and the Iron Heart, isn't there? So Lion Heart's like the um, the slightly more vintage one, and then the Iron Heart is the me- metal orientated one. I think that was the one that Justin Hawking has a signature of as well. Like he's got a a version of the the Iron Heart. Which has kind of been spec for him, anyway. So they've brought out these these desktop amp uh, amps, basically. So they're like tiny little, um, a bit like. Do you know the one that you had, Josh? The was it a Friedman that you had? Like the little, oh, oh, what, the, like, little yeah, tiny the mini heads. heads. Yeah. So it's a bit yeah, still the, got that. Um, no, I sold it. Yeah. So they they they've put it out, but. The, what they've done with these is they've made them loud enough to gig with. So they are, they've got 60 watts of power, both of these. Um, they're basically the same amp, but there's like a dual-channel version and a single-channel version. So it's the dual top and the, the lead top. Um, is it class, it's the solid-state class C or D, isn't it, I think, or something like that. I assume, yeah, I assume it's class D. I don't think it... Mm. The the, uh, the article doesn't mention so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, means which means it's class D at best. Yeah, it's going to be class D. Yeah. But the, so the, they've done it so it um, it switches down to like one watt mode, so you can have it uh, like as a desktop amp, but then also goes up to sixty watts, so you can use use it as a gigging amplifier if you wanted to. Um, like speaker emulated IR. Um, XLR out, just fantastic stuff. Like it's it's got enough power to to power like four twelve cabs. Yeah, and they are like ridiculously affordable. So the the dual channel version is two hundred and fifty nine quid, and the uh, the single channel is one hundred and sixty nine. Nice. Um. So, like pre. You're not talking about little pedals, the Iron Heart Foundry. No, 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 no. no, no they're, they're an actual head. Yeah, because they've been away out for a while. It's a little head, is it? Yeah, yeah. Like two, yeah. Little, two little heads. It look they look kind of like the size of a laptop, basically, like the width of a laptop. Um, but yeah, so they're doing basically somewhere like the middle ground between a flamp and a real full valve amp. Is is this? Well, I like it, it. This sounds to me like kind of perfect for somebody who plays mostly in their own home studio and might do the odd gig, and yeah. likes a clean sound. Well, these are so they're because they're from the the Iron Heart series. They're going to be quite gainy as well. Yeah, they'll have gain in there, but it'll be transformer gain, so it'll be not as good as valve gain. Mm, yeah, I've got a bunch of mini amps which are battery powered. Yeah, this also not one of those. <laughs> yeah, this it's is not. No. I can't seem to find it on their it's, website. It's the IRF. Um, Go on to Guitar Guitar as they are on there at the yeah. moment. Okay. It's ironic, and it's the Delaney's Gainey. Laney's, yeah, Gainey Laney's. Like if they do a version of this where it's the 
the Lionheart, where it's slightly more like bluesy, kind of vintage sounding one. I'd be really tempted by this. I think it's kind of looking to, I wouldn't say oh. going against the katana, but it's kind of, you know, in that sort of ballpark almost, you know, having just a little practice amplifier that you can gig with every now and again. Yeah, it's it's not going for the like the all out versatility of the uh, of the katana. But yeah, it's, it's like the the focused in if if you like the game part or the yeah the specific style of katana for this. This is fighting against like somebody who's looking um, for that a little bit better quality. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. somebody that's owned a Laney, I wasn't massively low, low impressed by one them. watt setting as well. We did save drops down to one watt mode. Yes. Uh, yeah. Also, Lee, it's uh, got an IR emulated uh, XLR out. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, look, the um, I think the big one's got a boost. Foot switchable boost and a uh, effects loop as well. So like, you are getting quite a lot for the uh, for the bigger one, and then like obviously the mini one is very very basic. It's just single channel gain volume, uh, bass middle triple. Oh, that has actually got the uh, the boost as well. Cool, nice. and it glows red. Like anything that <laughs> glows a color is just like it <laughs> it's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, the, the Iron Heart. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought, like, not exactly the most exciting bit of news, but I thought these were actually really cool, and they're going to fly under the radar because because of them not being very exciting, because of the rest of the news this week being reasonably more Shit exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely a one big big chunk of news that's come out, isn't there? And that will kind of overshadow them all. I wanted to give the little guys a little bit of a shout out here. Cool. Right, we've we've got a lot of uh, what we've been up to this week, haven't we? <laughs> Who who's volunteering to start? I us had off? a dream. Go on then. Go on, go Matt. On, then you pick it off. Okay, never mind. I had. <laughs> I, oh, I had oh, a dream oh, just just before you dream, uh, the guy who DJ Casper that did the chat out slide did die two months ago, so I was right. Oh shit! <laughs> no way. Rest in peace. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, tell us about your dream. Like Char sliding, please. <laughs> yeah, Char Char slide into your uh, your dream sequence here, Lee. DMs. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a dream last night that uh, I wasn't getting on very well with my um, boss ES8. And so I drove up to Gig Rig and said, okay, I need to change this. And uh, basically started uh, putting a, a G3 on my board. And basically, instead of just buying one, I drove to GigRig and started making them do all the work for me. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's Why the sort of dreams you? I have. Why wouldn't you? And now I'm kind of thinking I need to get a G3. Because Is there really... anything wrong with your boss ES8? Yeah, it's it's not the easiest thing to use, and it looks like the uh, G3 is a lot easier to use. It's like no menu diving. But haven't you already got your ES8 set up? So I have, but every time I want to make a change, <laughs> like to the MIDI or something like that, it's an absolute pain in the arse. <clears throat> 
MIDI is Don't mention MIDI around Matt. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to bother. Yeah, fine. The, um, the, the G3 looks like the MIDI on it is really easy to use. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so basically, you you want to spend a whole bunch of money that you don't really have to spend because Dream Lee told you so. It's kind of what we do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are punching <laughs> punching holes straight through my logic here. <laughs> I've got no. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Go, go on, yeah. Next time you want to buy a piece of gear, we'll just say, yeah. But do you need it? Because if you don't, you just want it. So you just listen to Dream. Are you? <laughs> I mean, you said something earlier that um, that it was something like that. It was a. Uh, it was like. I think everyone's made their camp in the modeling thing and no one's really interested in anything new that comes out or something to that to that extent. And I was like, isn't that what our entire podcast is about? It's a new gear. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's already got some version of already, like a tube screamer or whatever. Yeah. Not true. <laughs> new guitarists absolutely love the deep dive into what we've been up to and and all of the new gear releases. Yeah. <laughs> my wanky dreams, not my wanky dreams, but my dreams that are not so great. Uh, <laughs> you know, you guys aren't ready for my wanky dreams. Oh dear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think we are. A wet mess. As long as I'm not in them, you weren't. But you might be now. Yeah, now, now you've planted that seed. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Matt. <laughs> you just rock up in the background and go, "Hi." So photo bombing in the very worst way. I'd oh, be brilliant. That would. No, it would. It would because like you'd be getting there. You'd be getting getting right to where you need to be, and then Matt's just in the background. Hi, Lee. <laughs> Fuck. Told you. <laughs> no, he wouldn't say hi, Lee, would he? He'd go, hi, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Right. <laughs> do we want to do a second bit of news? Go on. Go on. We'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do the EHXP. That wasn't all, my, that wasn't all what I've been up to. I've got a sore butt as well. Do you want to hear about that? I think we should save that for the page. I think we should save that for, <laughs> we, we for bought, never. We bought some, uh, we bought some electric uh, push bikes. Ah. I haven't ridden a push bike for much for a long time. Sure. Did you get the model that every time you, so- you cycle, the dildo goes up? Yeah. It's a lot of that episode of South Park, isn't it? With the, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I know the answer, yeah. Mr. Garrison. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Uh, electric push bikes are really cool, man. They're like, if you're out riding, you're like, do you know what? Can't bother to do this anymore. Bike's like, yeah, it's right, mate. I've got you. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> as really long cool. as you've put some effort in, like previously, if you just get on in, yeah, go, like, no, plugging I can't it be in. The effort was plugging it in and charging it. Oh, they're not like dynamo <laughs> powered. They're no, like you do have to pedal in order for it to know that you're actually riding. But it's more of a safety thing than anything, and the pedaling is doesn't have to actually be much in the way of energy, really at all. Just your feet going around in circles. Which way in circles? Do they go this way or do they go this way? <laughs> <laughs> to go outwards. What? 
That's not how legs work. <laughs> right, let's talk about electroharmonics. What the fuck are you talking I about? <laughs> I don't I don't want to talk about least saw bottom or which way do your circles go? <laughs> right. So we've talked about the um the Pico Pog and the Pico platform before. I don't think we mentioned the Pico platform. We might have done. Um, because they were the ones that were released initially, but they've they've basically released a series of nine within the Pico series now, like the the DSP. Series oh, electroharmonics! Yeah, the little tiny right. ones. I thought we'd talk about Pokemon for a second. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, right. So, um, I've just yeah. started Brilliant Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, don't start. <laughs> yeah. Don't get budged talking about Pokemon. God. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Really don't. But you've already got a Jigglypuff. Get yourself. Get yourself a Toga Kiss. Oh, you. You sweet. Just that's me. Cool. That's me. Is that your top tip? It is. Yeah. Because Cynthia will. But fuck it. Like you will. Feel, your arse will feel sore than Lee's. Good to know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, electroharmonics. It, it almost seems like we don't want to talk about electroharmonics' release. It, what gave you that I'm idea? I'm getting a sense here. I don't know. Quite perceptive today. So, we, we've obviously had the, the POG, which was quite a pricey boy, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but 220 it's like two, Yeah. It's yeah. about 220, I think, or something. Well, book a look. Literally just said that. There's um, There's a bunch more. So there's the pitchfork, uh, which like again very similar to the the standard size Fork. one, um, and is two hundred two hundred and seventeen uh, sorry two hundred seventeen dollars and sixty cents. So probably two hundred and twenty quid. We've got oceans three. That sixty cents annoys me more than the two seventeen. Just just make it like you know zero zero. Yeah. It, it's not hard. Yep, yeah. <laughs> round it up to like two eighteen. We're okay paying that extra, like, 40. Is 60 cent just, like, 50 cent, but he's put on a bit of weight? He probably has these days, <laughs> isn't he? He's, he's probably 60 cent these days. Right, so the, the Oceans 3 is the spring plate and haul from the Oceans 11. So, basically, the Oceans 11, but cut the bullshit. Just all of the good ones. <laughs> like, the, the greatest hits of the, the Oceans. Uh, and that's... Uh, one hundred and fifty-four dollars. We got the Canyon Echo. Now that's what I call Reverb sixty-nine. <laughs> I mean, Ocean sixty-nine would be a ridiculous <laughs> pedal. Sixty-nine little settings on a dial, but I'm here for it. Uh, the Canyon seems like it's uh, yeah. They've simplified that as well. Um, and again, one hundred and forty-nine fifty. So one hundred and fifty dollars. You got the deep. I mean, it's at this point, it's safe to say that all of these are simplified versions of the big pedals. No, 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 no. I don't think we have some of them say. are the full, the full circuit. Yeah, Sit straight up. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, I stand corrected. Yep. The um, the deep freeze is somewhere between the original freeze and the super ego. Um, like basically a bit like the uh, infinite. The TC Infinite, mm. sustainy, sustainy boy, uh, latch auto modes as well. Um, yeah, hundred and ninety. So t- basically, two hundred dollars. Uh, the attack delay, which is a strange one. It's a strange one. They've not had that in the lineup for a while. I think. Um, similar to the slow gear, isn't it? 
Oh, is it? Yeah. So a very niche. I'd probably recognize it if I saw it, but um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an electric. Yeah, top of my head. It's an electro harmonics pedal. It they tends to look the same. Break. <laughs> oh, sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. I mean, no one's disputing the fact that they tend to break. Everyone knows it. I've uh, got one in, in still in parts from when mine just set itself on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was literally just playing my pug and I turned it on and all of a sudden there was a puff of blue smoke that came out of it and I was like, right, okay, I'm unplugging that. Yeah, that's all, <laughs> and, the, all the tones escaped. No? Shit. Yeah. And um, apparently it's, I, I went on to Reddit and it literally there's just one tiny chip or some of that's gone on it and you can replace it for like 79p but i've just not got around to doing it nice yeah i mean that would be worth doing for 79p like even if you try it and it doesn't work it's worth the like the like curious like settling your curiosity um so they've, they've also bought in like a dsp flavored drive pedal called the triboro uh so it's like a an overdrive distortion and fuzz. Uh, so, mm, DSP fuzz. No. <laughs> no. Just, no. No. You're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not convinced. <laughs> I mean, there's that. a lot. There's a lot of fuzzes out there that aren't, and they're not expensive. Yeah. And then there's another. Like, so the there's final one is the Pico rerun tape delay, which is again based on one of the algorithms found in the canyon. So they've got the canyon and another mode found in the canyon. <laughs> okay. Do you know what? I was just thinking, small fuzzes, you know make small fuzzes? Like your harmonics. And it's his birthday today. It is indeed. It is. Happy birthday. It is. Uh, and that's as far as that will go because I believe that is a copywritten uh, <laughs> piece of music. It's the melody is over seventy years old at this point. It is out of copyright. I believe some. Should we sing, should we sing the melody? It? Happy birthday. We we definitely fucking shouldn't. Let's do the one that. Um, Judging by the start of this podcast. Happy birthday to you. I believe that one is also happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not copywritten at all. TGI Fridays had their own version of Happy Birthday. Which they would wheel out any time anyone would say it was their birthday, and you get like a free cake, like a slice of cake or something. Um, but I can't remember how that one goes either. Um, Electro harmonics. Twelve birthdays there last year. You know what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say just to <laughs> round this up is that I don't think we give too much of a shit about the the DSP Pico series. <laughs> no, I mean the my favourite thing about them is when you Google it. So the Pico platform seems to be the one that's in most of the... You know how Google brings up, like, shop at the top and it has, like, eight or nine things. So yeah. the the platform compressor seems to be the one that's in the shop for most of them. And everyone's got it at 121 quid, apart from Gear for Music, who are charging 244 quid for it. So good luck to Gear for Music, everyone. <laughs> yeah, good, good work. <laughs> I mean, good luck with that. Like, 120 quid sounds about right. Yeah, like, 244 thing, absolutely doesn't. Yeah, the, these pedals have um, have been a little bit inflated, haven't they? Like, we expect mini pedals to be a little bit more affordable. And as they are, like, stripped-back versions of a lot of the, the bigger box electro-harmonics pedals, 
yet they aren't really much cheaper. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, if they were analog circuits that had to, uh, of these that had to be stuffed in these mini boxes, then it's justifiable because that's a lot of work to be able to magic all that stuff in. But they're not. It's all DSP. It's probably all the same circuit board with a different chip in it. I mean, there's there's that too. Yeah. I don't think like it's just the fact that you're getting less less pedal, like less in terms of like the algorithms. For the pedals, but they're charging you pretty much the same amount. Is you look, they're all exactly the same, the same uh, enclosure, yeah, the same, yeah. same layout. Exactly, they've all got a switch in the same place. Yeah. These are all the same pedal with the different programming. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it could be. What's a load of bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> and you, like electro harmonics, if you wanted something for your press junket. You can take that one for free. <laughs> Lee pedal boards of doom. They were all a load of bollocks. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, I mean, some of the older electroharmonic stuff is absolute gold, but this Pico stuff is a load of bollocks. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's. If you're going to go for this, you might as well go for a cheap modeler, like the one that you have recently. Uh, put on YouTube. Well, that's a segue. That's a segue. It, it it won't be out until tomorrow, but we'll we'll brush over that fact. But um, yeah, tomorrow tomorrow for us or tomorrow for the podcast. Tomorrow for the podcast. Okay, it's out on Tuesday, so it will it, it will so smooth up until then. Matt. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm so confused. It's it's like that that meme. Where the the bloke's riding a bike and he shoves a <laughs> twig in his own spokes. <laughs> that is that's the, uh, that is the fret talk podcast. That is <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, so I've um I've done a demo review on the Sonic Cake Matry Box Matry Box. I don't know how we pronounce in that. Is it Matry? Matrybox. The M box. <laughs> Just the box. Um, Matrib. Ox. Matrib Ox. Yeah. Look, if it was M A T R I B, I'd call it Matrib, yeah. So Mat Matribox will stick. I would with go that. for Matribox. Yeah. I think that's what I, I called it in the uh, in the demo, so <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah. It's it's one that I uh, I opened up when I first got it and played it for like twenty minutes. And I'll be honest, I weren't particularly impressed. So I put you it did off. Say. Yeah, I, I put it off for a, for a long, long time. Um, but I, I knew that I, I had to demo it because Sonic 8 were nice enough to send it through and there were some redeeming things in that first playthrough. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll plug it in again and I'll give it a good try this time. And in doing that, rather than using some cheap, shitty headphones that I did the first time round... Thought you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna give it the business and I'm gonna use the headphones that I use for my HX stomp, and it turns out using cheap shitty headphones, not great for <laughs> giving you good tone. <laughs> so news like news in here news flash, use good headphones. <laughs> yeah, so that that was my bad. Please don't switch off. <laughs> he he. he... This is news of him, and and things will improve moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> what headphones do you use to um to mix the uh, podcast? By the way, <laughs> uh, 
cheap shitty headphones. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes sense though, because not yeah. to shit on our Don't listenership, but a lot of people him. listen listen to this through cheap shitty headphones. Yeah, like so he's gonna get the authentic through my car, which is like an incredibly basic sound system. <laughs> so if I was mixing it on studio grade headphones. It's got. It's pointless. It's pointless. I need to make it sound good in bad headphones. Um, but yeah, so the mat, the battery box. Uh, I, I finally got around to playing it, and it's incredibly featured. It's it's a um, a multi effects unit, which now because they've got the battery box two that has been released since I got that one. Um, <laughs> it is now eighty three pounds on eBay. You can pick one of those one of those up for, uh, and. It works not only as like a modeler. I mean, it's a it's a basic modeler. It, you're not going to be getting like HX Stomp or Quad Cortex or GT Core sounds out of it, but it's it's not bad. Like it's not bad at all. Um, and like you, there were somewhere in the region of about thirty different amps and however many different cabs as well, and like a handful of effects of each type as well. So it, it's quite quite fully featured. It, it's basically you can load your own IRs into it as well. I think it's got spaces for like eight eight of your own IRs. So if you want, like if there are specific IRs that you use, you can use that with the unit itself. And it works as a USB interface. So like you can you can record using it. And it's got a desktop editor as well. All of this for a multi-effects that is under a hundred pounds. It's like incredibly featured. Um, but we the- were talking recently because I had a mate who was looking for something similar to this, and we were saying there's nothing like this for that sort of price. And uh, yeah, apparently no, there is. It was it was right here. <laughs> None of us thought of this, did us? <laughs> no. None of us. I don't think of any of us were aware of it. Like he had it sitting on his bloody shelf. <laughs> it weren't on my shelf. It's on my floor then. <laughs> I mean, it's a stop. Right, well, the rest of us have got an excuse. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, I, I would suggest against it for like real, real beginners because the presets aren't particularly good. Like, like most multi effects units, the presets are designed to show off the effects within the unit. So. Mm. There's always OTC. too much reverb, or there's reverb and a delay that are like far too present within the mix. Look, I I disagree with that statement because if you're a beginner and somebody says reverb and you don't know what reverb is, or somebody says chorus and you don't know what chorus is, or sort of flange and you don't know what flange is, and you get something that shows you <laughs> all of the reverb or all of the chorus or all of the flange, yeah, we all want to see all of the flange after all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it, it's good for teaching you what those different effects are, and then you can slowly go. Oh, actually, while this sounds horrendous, if I drop it back a bit in the mix, it's usable. Yeah, but it's it's that it's that look, knowing that dropping that it back. Yeah, hmm. I mean, I, less is more. Yeah, I think if you started off with a subtle reverb, like a and like a, a tasteful chorus, and then you could ramp it up to see like where does this rabbit trail end? Kind of that that would be a, a, a much more kind of intuitive way of doing it. I mean, 
the I, I remember when when I was younger, like the only people who said, "Oh yeah, you should like maybe turn this type of thing down or that type of thing down." were the older people and you just felt oh, boomer or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Why would I turn actually it down? Know what they were talking about. <laughs> turn, turn yeah, it up and people with experience, they tend to like... Yeah, you go play your blues music, mate. Go on, <laughs> off you go. I, I'll, I'll stick with my distortion all the way up. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Mids. What are you talking about, mids? <laughs> mids is for kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, the it, it's quite a fully featured... Um, unit and actually i've got a really look after messing with the um the editor on the desktop and uh messing with the editor like the the editing capabilities on the unit itself i've managed to make a few really decent sounding patches Ace. so uh yeah I, I i can recommend it it's it's really really quite good um but the the video will be out tomorrow I definitely watch it so it's like four minutes it's four four and a half minutes long, so if you are even the slightest bit matry box curious, just check it out. <laughs> I tell you what, I didn't use in it, which is a complete fucking oversight. It's got a treadle on it, and I didn't touch the thing once. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just been a second video coming up at some point. <laughs> yeah, all of the treadle. Uh, the one minute long. <laughs> One minute long video of me standing on the treadle. Yeah, just porn music. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Ooh, yeah. Just, uh, just Matt going, hi, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, like, like, sub in some, uh, some dubs of, uh, hi, Matt. <laughs> it, like, pitch corrected down. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, hi, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean the the wah sounds do sound a bit, they sound alright. They're not like they're not. How gonna... did you know you didn't touch the treadle? No, I, 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 I used them before. I used them before, uh, but I didn't do it on the demo. Is what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, they they sound alright. Like it's it is what it is, isn't it? Who needs wah? <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Hammett, uh, Hammett fair, dislikes it. <laughs> I I can't remember the last time I used wah at a gig. I mean, the the wire that I use is an auto wire, so... It's not wire, is it? No, not at all. That's a filter. It is. <laughs> yeah, basically. So is a wire, technically. Yeah, but it's a movable filter, isn't it? Whereas a wire is just... The, like, a, a cock wire is just a filter pedal. That auto wire adjusts the filter. Let me go like this. Hello, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but it changes the... Uh, it yeah. changes it um, automatically. Indeed. It's the name. Thank, thank you for cl- clarifying that I didn't that need one explaining, did it? Nope. <laughs> I did not need clarification, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I've got one on my board. I know, I know how it works. <laughs> just in uh, case you were wondering. Yeah, just, just in case I've forgotten. Anyway, let's talk about Gibson. Uh, Gibson teaming up with Diana Ross. For... Go on, Lee. <laughs> What's what? this? What's this news about? It's the Gibson Diana Ross signature, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, most people didn't know, but uh, a lot of um, Eric Clapton's guitar solos back in the day were actually played by Diana Ross, and um, as a result, it was her who shot the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> that weren't his song. <laughs> 
Yeah, but he did it. He did. He did. Like, fair play, fair play. So Gibson... He did play on his own records. This is the thing. Why why would he sell it off when he could have been selling it as... uh, Like, Diana Ross could have been milking in the money. The world weren't ready, were they? It's a rip-off and... No, man, the world weren't ready. And uh, uh, female virtuoso, woman of colour. Blues player. It, it, it weren't <laughs> yeah. like the world just weren't yeah. ready. They weren't ready for colour really blues hope, players. <laughs> I really hope people like switch off shortly after that and actually believe it and then they go <laughs> yeah. through, through the rest of their lives thinking that it's true. Like, just yeah, be, like a oh conspiracy. I could die happy. <laughs> you could have to clip this and turn it into a short for the for the YouTube. Yeah. Oh, if that isn't like clickbait content, I don't know what is. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, the title for the the episode is like the the secret Eric Clapton doesn't want everyone to know about. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, okay. So this is on, I mean this is actually yeah. more fun than the the news itself. <laughs> and the desire to sing the guitar. Yeah, so Caesar again, Goyikian. I'd need to learn how his name is pronounced. I am Caesar. Yeah. All right, monkey man. Goyikian. So good, he's got a sauce made after him. (laughs) What? And some dog food. Goyikian sauce. (laughs) Oh, he ain't putting that on me chips. Right, so Gibson Les Paul Supreme has been uh, officially released. Uh, there were teasers on social media from the CEO, who Caesar, yeah, Caesar. We we are on first name basis. Uh, the the <laughs> Not much. yeah yeah. Hey, B dog. <laughs> so the the Supremes have are. They have never been what we call tasteful, have they? They are always like really, really over the top, and they yeah, they don't disappoint. So it's like the custom, the custom custom is the supreme. So like all kinds of binding, the um, the block inlays are like split pearl yeah. inlays. It's all very, very ostentatious. Yeah, so it's. Look, it looks it looks like it looks, doesn't it? They're, they're very, very, very hoity-toity. They, yeah. To me, they always look like someone's bought a Chipson. Because do you remember back in the day when people were buying Chipsons, they were always Supremes? Yeah, yeah they do the Supreme. But the, like the old Gibson Supreme had the like little world logo with like a like a banner over it with Supreme, and now they they've got rid of that for like a weird stripey thing, almost kind of like nineteen twenties yeah. Art Deco look. It's, it is what it yeah. is. Uh, yeah, they. I mean, they, they they look kind of cool. Some of them are a little bit. I like the kind of what is it like a purple, dark wine red. It's like almost like a purpley, like a plummy color. Should I say? Looks very yeah. nice. They're also are doing. Ah, oh, they're doing a triple humbucker version. Yes. Are they? Yeah, Black Beauty kind yeah, of. Yeah, they it's are. Black and it's a. Uh, it's beautiful, yeah, but it's a supreme. It is, yeah, because it's yeah, a supreme. It's like twenty four thousand pounds. Well, it doesn't I mean, fit the budget pedal trap mantra. No, no, it's like four four thousand dollars. Yeah, four and a half. Four and oh, a half, maybe for that one. No, for all of them. They've got a cutaway. They've got a. They've got um a, a like cutaway the, on the on the on the joint. Oh, like the uh, Les Paul Access. Yeah. 
Nice. Oh, I didn't. Ex- I did not expect that on this. Yeah, considering it's like it looks very gaudy. traditional. Yeah, like gaudy, but like Gibson gaudy. So it looks very like very traditional. But no, it looks cool. Um, push pull pots, uh, coil taps, and pure bypass and phase as well. So yeah, they're all they're all specs out, but they are ridiculous prizes. Ridiculous. Four and a half grand. You can get a second-hand custom for that sort of price. I could get a better car for that. (laughs) (laughs) My current car that only locks half of the time. (laughs) (laughs) I could get like a legitimately decent second-hand motor. Yeah. (laughs) One that locks all of the time. (laughs) Do you want to know something crazy? What's that? These... These um, Gibson Supremes come under the Gibson Modern Collection. Okay. It's not the right place. No. It's not where they should have put these. Considering they look very like 1920s inspired. I know you're saying that they're inspired from the designs from Ooh. the 40s. But it's got... Oh, they've got a flame maple wine bread. They do? The... Yep. Oh, that's a bit just... nice. Why don't you just buy the Jerry Cantrell model then? There you go, same <laughs> thing. Yeah, and it'll probably be the same price as well. <laughs> so, oh, that is a, that is nice. Yeah, but they are they're very very expensive, and I I am hoping that guitar companies just stop this nonsense now. We're all poor. <laughs> Down with this sort of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that. Like old man yells at cloud. But inflation it's has tough. gone up. Our wages haven't. We can't afford it. Gibson, come on. Bring it down to like two grand, and then I'll talk. Like I could, and then you'll be able to afford it, right? Well, I could, I could just like feasibly afford that. Whereas no. four grand, I know that I'm not affording that. Like in any time soon. So I'm just like, that's it's not for me. They have a Les Paul Modern sparkling burgundy top, which is basically a candy apple red Les Paul. <laughs> Mate, that's Les Paul should be in two colours, black and gold. That's it. Yeah, I could go with that. <laughs> what the shit just happened on your screen there? Who? Josh, the Josh, balloons. You had balloons pop up over your face. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? That happened to me the other day. I was in a meeting um, <laughs> with a doctor and um, some, we were talking and something just happened. Loads of balloons were <laughs> The screen and I have no idea how I did it like congratulations <laughs> you don't have ass cancer <laughs> oh I mean I was, taking a, I was actually taking the piss out of my wife about like uh, not putting lids back on things because she, she just never puts lids back on things and I was joking around about it I, I know and as I was laughing about it all these balloons went up it was great timing <laughs> it, it was like congratulated you for a for a sick burn <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, Matt, you've got quite a lot of stuff that you've been up to this week because yeah. you've not been here for a couple of weeks and you've been I a ha- very busy boy. I have. I went on holiday, and as you do, I'm so depressed about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've just, I got back yesterday, so he, he went to England. 
<laughs> I mean, I did go to Amsterdam as well, and like, uh, yeah. To be fair, like, I fucking I went on a boat for four and a half fucking hours in Force Nine, which Ooh. is just awful. Like, I'm my brother's uh, flight was cancelled to get back, so he had to stay like almost an extra week. Yeah, so. like, yeah. It's just Crazy. like I was really, really rough on the fucking boat over. But other than that, like, yeah. So we yeah. we basically we uh, were staying in. Me, uh, with my partner's uh, dad uh, who lives just outside of Liverpool um, and we were just cool. you know having a bit of time with her spending some time with the family then we went out to Amsterdam um, but in the meantime like there was a few like we were uh, one weekday where like obviously her dad was at work so we were just killing time in the day and we'd we'd done like we did the Tate we did a couple <laughs> of other things it. in Liverpool um, so we, we'd kind of <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd done everything we wanted to do and I'd spotted that there was a guitar shop because I took the van over I'd spotted that there was a guitar shop yeah. on the way in and I was like oh shoot like I, I wouldn't mind just going in and like it's a chance that I'll get to play a few guitars and I can talk about them on the podcast and the missus was like oh I'll come with you <laughs> so we went up to to this guitar shop it was about five minutes away from her dad's yeah. um, and we drove because I'm a lazy bastard because otherwise it would be like a 20 minute walk and no, you don't have to justify it to me in, in British weather <laughs> I'd, I'd do it if it was like literally two, two houses there so, so I parked the, parked the van and, and went in and um, had a bit of a chat with the owner and then it, it, like I mentioned I was from the Isle of Man he's like oh literally anything on the wall take it down um, he turned on a Blues Junior Gen 4 which is much better than a Gen 3 by the way I've only tried the third Gen Blues Juniors before and they're fucking brittle and shitty this fourth gen one is actually pretty good. Like it didn't make all of the guitars sound like shit, so that was a positive. Well, um, does that mean we're going to have to stop shitting on the blues junior? Now? Possibly. I mean, I don't think I will because I'll forget about <laughs> this because that wasn't the, the main thing. Well, yeah, I will remind you. So, like, I, yeah, the first thing I tried was a two P ninety Gretsch in like a sparkling purple um, with a with a Bigsby, just because like it was eye catching and it was. Yeah, I, I wanted a wiggle stick just to see what it was like, and actually set up set up really nicely. Sounded pretty good, but obviously a Gretsch with a, a like I think it was a hollow bodied Gretsch with a P ninety, so it's like a very distinctive sound, not something that you'd kind of you know use that often. So I put that down, and I picked up a Schecter PT, um, the Diamond Series PT. I don't know whether there's a letter or a number after them. I think it's just PT, but uh, yeah, basically a, a sixty nine. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> and I, I pulled it off the wall um and I was like, I just like it, it's in the same kind of vein as the nick johnston in that like it's yeah. a traditional guitar as a telly but with modern accoutrements so um it's yeah like accoutrements uh, oh it's a bloody dark mr french it's, it's a baked maple nest <laughs> ba- sorry roasted maple nest amsterdam once <laughs> <laughs> hey hey I'm, i've seen like rembrandts and van goghs and some other dudes and um, we've all got smartphones <laughs> mate <laughs> but yeah uh, but yeah so like it's, it's a roasted maple neck think it's a rosewood fretboard i can't remember. I, yeah. I, yeah i think I it's so, indian yeah. laurel but i yeah i don't remember i did have a look at all the specs but like a really nice guitar it's got a cutaway on the heel access you were talking about the <clears throat> les paul that had that kind of like cutaway on the access for the higher frets yeah got that as well um got a push pull pot for series and parallel and it's a sorry it's a telly pickup in the bridge and a p90 in the neck 
Has he got the fat bastard cut as well? The 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 belly the the belly cut at the top. It does. Yeah. Oh yeah, it I... slims slims right down there. Yeah, it's like proper stratty there, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is, and it's a matte finish. And there was so the one that um. So that's my partner Ailish. She pointed that out, and she was actually pointed at a green one. So there's a green burst one. Nice. Oh, um, but that's in not in a matte finish. That was in a um, gloss finish. And I was like, oh no, but look at it in black. And she was like, oh, I didn't even see that. That looks great. So I pull it off the wall and um, plug it in. Intended to play it for about two minutes, and we're still playing it about fifteen minutes later. Nice. nice. Um and. Ailish gets up, she'd been sat, there's a sofa in the window of this place, and she gets up and she said, do you want it for your birthday and Christmas? And I was like, no, don't spend that kind of money on me for my birthday and Christmas. And she went, okay. Well, it's our anniversary next week, and there's Valentine's Day, and there's a couple of other things I buy you stuff for. Do you want it until your next birthday? And I was like, look, no, you're not spending that kind of money on me. And then I eventually gave in because I was still playing the guitar. <laughs> um, and she was like, look, I need to get something on the credit card so that we've got better because her credit rating is actually going down because she's not borrowing anything at the moment because we're planning on buying a house. Yeah. So she wants to get the credit rating back and she's like, let's put it on the credit card. I need something so on the credit card. Um, so, yeah, she bought me a, a, a Schecter Diamond Series PT. Um, and yeah, it is... Take two cars out on finance for the same reason, just yeah, to build up a credit rating. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I've got a couple of bits on finance still. Um, so my credit score is actually better than hers, despite the fact that I've got, like... I, I just, yeah. <laughs> Every two or three months, I'll dip into my overdraft. Like, I'm I'm terrible with money. She's brilliant with money. And then my credit rating's better than hers. Yeah, it's because... the irony that she's the one with the bad score. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But yeah, so she wanted to boost it back up into the... Is it out of 900 or something? I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't it's like 999, so, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and she wanted to jump back into the 900s because she's dropped into the 800s and I'm like 920 or something like that. Um, but yeah, so she was like, right, we I need... keep getting complained at by, by them because I'm not doing any spending or borrowing or anything in the yeah. UK and they, I keep getting emails moaning about it. <laughs> Yeah, you get those those Experian emails like, oh yeah, look, here's, here's a prepaid card for you, like a pre-arranged, pre-agreed card. The hilarious thing is, they do that to us and then, because uh, I'm in the Isle of Man, the cards are no, not available anyway. <laughs> so, okay, you filled this form out for me, great, it's not going to work. But yeah, so like, so we put it on the um, thing and I brought it home, but it's just, we've been talking about HSS strats as the most versatile guitars, yeah. but this will do like because of the push pull for series parallel yeah the the parallel p90 and telly bridge is rocky enough for that kind of heavier sound like the the crunchier humbucker sound so i could feasibly do it like for the gigs where i only want to take one guitar this will be the guitar to take i mean you remember i seem to remember saying something similar Matt saying, yeah, but it's not the same. Yeah, I probably did. And I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. But I don't remember. <laughs> so two gigs ago, I did that like wedding function thing where I took the, basically, which which is that setup, P90 neck, Telecaster bridge, and intended just to use it for sound check, just to shut Josh Wood up. Because he was like, <laughs> play your Telecasters. And then ended up playing the entire gig with the thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and that 
Like I, I can imagine. Like whilst whilst we were trying it in the shop, and I was just like, "Yeah, this sound could do this. This sound could do this." Like popped it out. The the two downfalls of this guitar, and like they're minor fucking nitpicks, considering that this is less than seven hundred and fifty quid. Yeah. The tuners aren't locking, so I'll have to get some locking tuners for it at some point. And the tone is the push pull for the series parallel, and there's a little bit of a dead spot at the fir- when you first start rolling the tone off, so it doesn't really do anything, and then it just means that the sweep is smaller or less controllable. But bearing in mind that I very rarely use the tone control that much anyway, and I didn't feel like the bridge was too bright. That's the 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 thing that this has got going for it over a strap bridge is a tele bridge isn't quite as harsh as a strap bridge. No, there's more mid range content, isn't there? So with the strap. I always have some tone rip walled off if I'm using the bridge pickup. With this, I don't think I'll need to, and therefore I'll barely touch the tone control if at all. Yeah. So, like, it's just absolutely perfect for for that kind of one guitar gig. Um, to the point where I'm gonna uh, clean up the Variax and get rid of it. Ooh. Because <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I I just like the if I have the Les Paul, this the uh, Nick Johnson Strat and the Cabernita and then the telly that is in Open G. That's all I'll ever need to gig with. So I'm off to a music shop locally tomorrow to take a few guitars and I'll probably take the Variax if I can find all the bits. Yeah. And if not, I'll... Uh, yeah, if not, it'll, an era. it'll go some some other time. But yeah, like, it, like I just don't use the Variax for what it's designed for anymore like I, I don't think i've charged the battery in a couple of years at this point so it's probably <laughs> probably yeah. needs like charging and using um before i before i get rid of it but um i've just been using it as a hss strat because that's versatile enough really yeah yeah yeah. I and mean, if i'm going to use this when i would when i would have used that yeah absolutely yeah there's no point keeping hold of it either and i i, I do exactly the same with the, the variax Although, like, I use mine as a, um, like, an almost daily uh, use thing because despite buying some HSS strats, it, yeah. they're still not the Variax. So I still <laughs> use that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't charge it. Like, yeah. Why would you do that? The pickup's sound fine. Because <laughs> that's the whole point of it. But, yeah. So, so you basically really like your Pacifica. Yeah, it's, yes, essentially that. Yeah. It is. But yeah, yeah, so that's that's piece of news number one. The other thing I did, because I took the Tell van away. Tell us about your amps. Tell us about your was amps. I took, some, I took three amps away with me. So we've discussed over the years of this podcast. The We'll start with the Vox, because obviously that was my main gig and amp for most of the last 10 years. Yeah. Until... Last year or the year before, when I fucking had it strapped into the van and then it fell over because the strap snapped. Yeah, um, the old and it van fell gate. on his face. Yeah. But um, so that's finally fixed. So I've got an AC15 with green backs in again. Yeah. And I put that in today and it fucking sounds as good as it always sounded. And I'm so happy I've got that back because my sound is back. Yeah. Like I'm really looking forward to using that. I've got a gig week on Saturday and I was all geared up. For like, oh, this is gonna be the return of the the re- return of the AC fifteen, and along with that, I took away two other amps. So I took away my bass breaker, 
is it eighteen thirty? It's eighteen thirty, I think. Yeah. So one side is like an eighteen watt amp that literally just has a tone control, and the other side has got like a, a three band EQ, and it's thirty watt. Um, and like that was fixed. Like there, there was a few issues with that. That I had all four of the power amp valves and a couple of resistors changed in that. Um, and that's now functioning. And I'll probably sell that because I've got like twelve amps at this point. <laughs> And I don't need, I don't need, yeah, like, I was, I was looking, like, I, I carted them all in from the van the, this afternoon so I could just go through all the stuff, make sure everything was working after it had been on the boat, because it was quite a rough ride back last night, it was only Force 5 as opposed to Force 9 from the, the other week, but it was still quite, a, like, a, a, a rough ride, and I was wondering whether, like, valves had been shaken loose or anything, so brought them all in and, yeah, turned the bass breaker on, and I was like, okay, it functions, but, like, I've got, like, the Vox, I've got the uh, Marshall... Uh, I've got the other amp that I'll talk about in a second. Um, I've still got uh, the AC15 head as well. So four valve amps plus some cover in the um, simplifier is plenty. So I'll flog the rest. So the bass breaker will go. Yeah. And the last amp is my most expensive piece of gear. Um, it's a Hughes & Kettner Pure Tone, which we spoke about when I picked it up. Probably the first year of the podcast, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, um, because it's hand wired, it's a bit more delicate than um, some of the amps. So, even though it's flight cased, it like it because I had to transport it at the time. I had this. I had a fucking Volkswagen Lupo that I had to <laughs> fold the back seats down, so it had to <laughs> lie flat. And obviously, if yeah. you're going over jumps and stuff, you don't like having an amp flat is worse for it because things are getting jiggled against and it it basically a, a component had come off and was creating a short a ground against the um the frame so that it was just kind of shorting out yeah um so the i took it away to a tech who, who who's fixed it um in fact i'm going to give this guy's name because he's a fucking legend so i like i say so there, there was four valve sorry four power amp valves went in the base breaker there was yeah phase inverters and in the vox and in the pure tone and one other preamp valve i can't remember if it was in the vox or the pure tone um and some resistors some capacitors and obviously the work to diagnose all this and then do all of the work and he charged me 310 quid which is fucking nothing <laughs> mental um, he's mental isn't and his name it's is basically what was that three amps or four amps yeah had three, fixed? three amps fixed for 310 quid <clears throat> and his That's name is insane. dan whitelock jones and he's in the liverpool area um, and i can't recommend him highly enough he was very like a, a sound guy to talk to he chatted through he asked me a few questions oh, so, about them so at he the fixed start. His amps and he's a sound guy <laughs> very good uh, but yeah so he chatted through everything with me like when I got there he made me a copy when I dropped the amps off and he was just like right talk me through all the issues with all the amps so I did that and then yeah when amp I, go when, boom <laughs> yeah and then when I picked it up he talked me through everything that he'd done to all of the amps um, so yeah just absolutely can't can't recommend him highly enough if you're in the northwest of the UK and you've got any issues he is definitely the person to take your amps to yeah, because he knows what he's doing. Issues with your amps? Any issues with your amps? Yeah. Not just yeah. general don't, don't, issues. Don't not don't don't go to him with like marital issues or. Why <laughs> 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 just leaving me? But yeah, like just an absolute legend. Uh, but yeah, the pure tone. Um, it's a hand wound um, 
Hughes and Kettner. Now, it's, I think, from the mid-90s. I can't really find any information out about it, and the fucking PDF from their website won't load. So, <laughs> Hughes and Kettner, no, rule number one, can you fucking fix your website so I can download the manual for this thing? Uh, just so I can work out when it was roughly when it was sold but basically all of email them they'll really appreciate that because if you've got a website and you've got problems with it you don't know yeah, I, yeah they'll really it is, appreciate it that. is on, on, my, on my list of things to do because I just want to find out a, a little bit more because like all the videos on this amp uh, like pretty crap online if you go if, like if you just just search for the Hughes and Pure Turn on on YouTube it's mostly just people recording with a mobile phone footage and it's yeah Nice, but obviously it's not a new release. It's not. It's not been a new release since it, it predates YouTube. So, <laughs> so it's like 2005 <laughs> phone footage because I, I guess cameras on phones really started coming out around. Yeah, then. no, like, they, like even then it was old. And there's like a couple of videos from like 2012 and 2015, and like a couple from like the last couple of years. But it's all it's all just amateurs. There's no like big name YouTube channels are putting videos out on this because obviously it's not a new piece of gear and therefore it's not being searched so it's not beneficial for them to do it but it's basically Hughes and Kettner obviously are well known for their dual channel triple channel amps that have got a lot of features they've all got um effects loops they've all got like all of the, all of this fancy shit so at one point they just did a, a thing called the pure tone and it was literally they put as few components in it as possible so that the guitar is as close to the speaker as possible and it's literally a volume knob three band eq that you can even dial out with what's called a growl control so you can just kind of it's almost like it it a, a, a blend a, yeah, like, like a blendable but, can, EQ. but it's it's yeah it, like it's a, a blended bypass so you can like have the eq half like affect part of the signal and just like have your your guitar as like the main uh, but yeah, it, and there's no effects really loop. Really cool idea. And, really, really cool idea. And, it, and it's just like, it was them going, look, this is the purest sound of a Hughes and Kettner amp. Like, this is no frills, one channel. Yeah. It's loud as fuck, <laughs> is the, <laughs> the one criticism. So, I, so it's 25 watt amp, but like volume on one is crazy and it's got a, it's got a power scaling and it's not like these shitty power scalings where like they take any, they, they take two two prongs of your tubes away or they like mess with the voltage to the tubes or anything so it's literally a a, a scale it's it's a, a load box after the circuit before the um okay. the speaker that you can scale at three levels it's just it's it basically it is a um what do they call them the fucking attenuator, attenuator yeah but it's just it's an attenuator with a three three-way switch full middle and and bottom but like this like even on the lowest setting it's just loud really really loud nice and yeah like i think this might be my main amp for a little while because i hadn't played it in so long and i i, I remember it being loud but i didn't understand that the att- so i i never messed with the, the attenuation because i thought it was like taking two of the prongs of the 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 tubes out or whatever and it was going to just affect the tones so i didn't even bother fucking looking at it but i was i was reading a few bits online today and yesterday and i was like okay well i'll try it and i played it in the lounge this afternoon um and i had to message upstairs because the, the girl that lives upstairs works from home and she's like no no i finished at three and i've actually gone out so i knew the girl downstairs was out so i just turned it on and turned it up a bit 
and the missus is like, what the fuck is that noise in the kitchen? Like, fucking... The so others. you checked with the lady downstairs <laughs> yeah. and the lady upstairs, Did, but not your lady. She was fucking... Fucking, she, was, she was cooking. <laughs> she was cooking. She, she knew was cooking. T- and what, she knew so I, she knew I was she doesn't test- have ears. No, she knew I was testing amps. But I like, I, I, right. she didn't know I was going to crank it, so I, I cranked it up a bit, and it's loud. It's very, very loud. It, right. <laughs> yes. Okay. But yeah, um, yeah, just, it sounds so, and obviously, like I say, it's a, it's a hand-wound amp. These things were two and a half grand in the UK in the 90s, so... <laughs> Like on reverb, yeah. but the currently at the moment the highest one is thirteen hundred quid. Yeah, and that's that's second hand. So the 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 big thing about them is they're they're yeah, a real struggle. They're all going to be second hand, aren't they? Yeah, but um, the the big thing about them is nobody knows about them. Like they're not like they're not a really common amp. They don't, they don't come up very often. And nobody knows in the band. I picked mine up for three hundred quid. Noise. <laughs> three hundred. I paid three hundred quid flight case because. You, like it, the guy just couldn't sell it over here because no one knew, knew what it was. Um, but yeah, it's just it's an absolutely incredible sounding amp, and I think that'll probably be my main amp going for. So, so today I plugged in the Messiah drive and effectively then had a clean, a light gain, and a heavy gain. I, I did have an Antares on that board, and I didn't even need it for. So like I was just like, yeah, I, I think I could do a full gig with just a Messiah in that. Nice. Nice. Speaking of... uh, Things that sound good. Yeah, good sounding amplifiers. Probably mentioned this uh, this Fender now, shouldn't we? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Because we're at like an hour and five minutes. (laughs) We we want to fit this into the... um, The main cast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Main cast. So who wants to talk about this? Come on. Lee, go on. uh, I I mean, I'm I'm the only one who's been watching videos on it all day, I think. I, I watched one. I watched one. I'm aware it was released. <laughs> right. Okay, so this was leaked um, recently, and I think pretty much all of us kind of went, "Yeah, no, yeah, it was, it's going to be not not very interesting." Um, and uh, yeah, you know, fair. should we start off with what it's called so I can Google it? The Fender yeah, absolutely. I can send you. Proof. I can send you the link to the uh, oh, to the page. Yeah. I'll, Drop that over to you, my friend. Woo! You can all have a look at that. Yeah. Uh, so this is the uh, Tone Master Pro. So you probably know that uh, Fender released some amps uh, called the Tone Master. They uh, replicated their their amps, and they were basically lighter modeling versions of their amps, their combo amps, such like yeah. dual reverbs and so on and so forth. Um, I don't know if that actually was one, but you get the idea. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, m- most people said they sounded really good and pretty close. Yeah. You know, uh, pr- Jason's pretty damn got one. good. He swears yeah, by exactly. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, these are ones whistles. from like a couple of years ago. 2019, apparently. Oh, that's gone quick. Bloody so, hell. Um, so, yeah, this Tone Master idea it isn't like uh, capturing an amp. Um, it's um, because what they don't want to do is they don't want to get that one perfect setting from an amp. They want to replicate the amp, so they want to model it. So you get all the sounds that are in the amp. So um, what they've released is the Tone Master Pro, and I would say from the videos that I've watched, it is 
about the only true main competition to the quad cortex. A lot of people are saying it's very similar to the quad cortex in uh, how it's uh, like all of the buttons on it are also knobs. So same as the uh, the way the, the uh, that it works. It's actually more powerful than the quad cortex as well, which is pretty cool. Um, it's uh, thirty two bits, but it has a uh, it has an uh, eight core uh, ARM chip in it. Um, so the to give you an idea, the amps that they made, the tone tone um, tone master amps that they made, had quad core, so it had four cores in them to to make it work. And these this has a, a well an H core, so double quad if you like. I think you know what eight means. <laughs> and that was the, that was the only bit I was really struggling with. Actually, was the difference between quad and eight core. Yeah. What, yeah, what's the difference between four and eight? You have to know your audience. <laughs> Instructions unclear. I'll put my dick in the blender. <laughs> we know. We know. Oh, um, so, yeah, it's what's really cool about this is the firstly, the tones are really, really good. Secondly, it's really, really powerful. But the big thing for me is the display is super intuitive. It's like, you can see all of the um, pedals a bit like the head rush. So you can see all of the pedals, all of the amps on there. And then when you tap on the pedal or the amp, uh, the image uh, expands in. So you get a close up of all the uh, controls and then the controls that are on there, you can either, you can control them one of three ways. You can either click on the, con- like push, push on the control like you would your smartphone and then scroll your finger up or down to increase it. You can tap it and a little blue, box appears on the right where you can scroll up and down mm. and it gives you a percentage or um the uh the the knobs uh, sorry the foot switches which are also knobs uh change changes uh what it says on the led strip above them and then you've got control of uh that pedal or that amps uh parameters via that so yeah they turn like very knobs, intuitive <laughs> yeah exactly like the quad um, so yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> so you can like click, uh, you can press and drag everything into the order. You can you can drag things around. Do you know how much he bitches at me when I do this? I know, it's great, that's isn't it? It's fantastic. It. <laughs> can I just interject? So I'm, I'm looking at the photo for the first time and I, yeah. I like my first criticism is the stock photo of this for every single fucking company that they've got in the world is running and like it like, I assume I assume the ma- the amp in the middle um I assume that means like that's where the preamp is and then you've got pedals before and after some of them are going into the front end and some of them are going in the power the like it, the the effects loop and the yeah, stock photo so. has got a fucking delay in the front end and a tube screamer in the fucking the the effects loop and it's this, my, no, my eyes are focused no. on it and it's fucking annoying if, if you're watching looking at the same videos uh, picture as me that uh you got a green and purple pedal on left of the amp yeah which is a yeah, tube yeah. screamer and a flanger and it says and this output. is one thing i don't like about it and the fucking um the core does the same thing it goes from left to right no I I initially thought that, but it says output on the left hand side of the screen and input on the right hand side of the screen. So it does it, yeah. So it's not 
because that was the first thing I did and then I looked in and it says output on the left hand side input on the right hand side they're fucking running it in reverse I'm angry on mine it says output on the right and input on the left well it's not going down with each way it goes which yeah like most unless you can switch around left to right even though your guitar signal goes the other way it it goes from left to right that's that's because that's that's how we read but on on this picture I'm looking at, where it's got like master at fifty on the right and uh, preset push gig view on the left on the on the knobs, uh, it says quite clearly on the right hand side of that output. So anyway, <laughs> it's um, it's got a shit ton of I/O as well. It's got four effects loops in it for some reason. Um, Fucking mental. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Now, like that's so. If you want to put your fuzz in the right place, moment. What are the other three for? <laughs> yeah, you're other three <laughs> fuzzies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, my big issue with this is I think it's... Um, I think the amps sound really, really good from the videos I've watched. They've put... Uh, they spent three months on each channel of the EVH um, amp on here to get it perfect before EVH um, let them have the uh, the let them actually put it on with the right logo, and that was um, just so they could do that. They said that the AC30 was one of the um, most difficult amps to capture, uh, not capture but to model, yeah. and um, it sounded really chimey. It sounded really lovely. The um, obviously they're going to get the Fender amps right because they've done that before. I mean, it'd be a fucking mess if they didn't, wouldn't it? <laughs> All of them sounded good apart from the Fender amps. That would be beautifully <laughs> delicious, that would, wouldn't it? Yeah. I've not seen any Marshall amps on there, but I have seen Friedman amps on there, so maybe that's just what they've gone for. But what they've done alongside no, this is they've Marshall's released two... There is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So alongside this, they've released two um, two cabs, and they are FRFR cabs, so full range, full frequency cabs. One's got a 10-inch speaker, one's got a 12-inch speaker, and they look like Fender combo amps. They they yeah. just legitimately look like them, um, and that's handy because it can actually you could use this for gigging and still look like you've got something proper. Yeah, uh, it it looks like it. Well, I tell you what, for me. Because I started with such low expectations and throughout today I've kind of realised, hang on a minute, this is actually decent. Um, yeah, I'm quite impressed. The only big downside to this is, firstly, it doesn't do captures. So like, unlike the, um, the Quad Cortex, which can go out and capture your ramp, it can capture pedals and all this, that and the other. Uh, this does, doesn't do captures. It is just modelling. Uh, and they can get in the downside, bin. Sorry? And it can get in the bin. <laughs> right. Another downside is um, Fender haven't got that great of uh, a history with keeping up with um, supporting products. If you look at the Helix, like every now and then the Helix gets a big update, new pedals, new cabs. Yeah. The, um, we, we just put out a video today, I just did, with um, the latest update to the Quad Cortex, which is absolutely fantastic. They're now letting you use their plugins and so you can now go and gig your plugins which is <laughs> what you've been you know. up to this week josh <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to get to that part of the podcast i've resigned myself <laughs> to that it's all right he's done it for you like <laughs> and uh yeah the other big thing with this is it's um it's 1700 quid 
Yeah. Which is a lot and of guess, money. And guess what also got announced today about the Quad Cortex, literally today, the day in film. They're, they're dropping, dropping the price on... 50 quid, so they're 1,700 quid. Are they? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, oh, my God. So, yeah. So, so now so... it's more expensive than the Quad Cortex and actually has less features. Yeah, so you've got capturing with the Quad Cortex. You've got the Kemper that also does capturing. You've got the fucking Tonex that does capture in. Mm. You've got this at the same price as the other, like the Kemper and the the Quad Cortex, roughly. Yeah, but doesn't have capture in. Like, mm. and the the heritage for um, Fender's modeling. It, it, it's well, really... they did, that was it the Mustang modeling amp or yeah. something like that yeah, yeah. a couple Look, of years ago. We and just those died because death. they're like they, they were they were designed to be like the cheap, like basically like the Marshall MG of their their day, or by, or like mm. the um the Line Six Spider. Yeah, basically because Katana is ace though. Yeah, uh, I mean people had good things to say about the Mustangs before the last one that was released, which was a bag of shit, Sally. Yes, Sally, <laughs> Sally really loved hers, yeah. Um, but, like, in terms of, like, high-end modelling, you've got the Tone Masters from 2019, but the Heritage, like, uh, Line 6 have been doing it for fucking years. Like, it's been insane how long Line 6 have been doing modelling. Mm. Like, Neural have Odds, been doing doing it for long enough for... And like well enough for people to be uh like paying attention to it. Kemper have been doing it for over a decade now. Fender uh, we we don't we don't know how many of the people from those teams Fender have just said, Here, I'm gonna give you a big paycheck because they've got they've got all the money. So they they could have had all the like a couple of people from each of these teams. We just don't know. They could do, but we like, we know the those brands, they've got that that heritage of doing Look, of years and years of w- worth of doing that. Whereas Fender, twenty nineteen is is not really that that um, early to to have done that. They were they were late to it then, and it feels like it's probably about five years too late. I think its biggest issue is the shitty range of pedals that Fender put out recently. I think they've gone. They went. They had a good range of pedals. Then they've gone down and focused on this shitty range, and then they bought this out. And I think that shitty range has hurt their um, has hurt their marketplace thing for pedals. So I think that's one of the reasons that this will probably fail. And I'm sad to say that because it does look pretty good. The other thing is so fucking expensive. Yeah, it could probably be half the price. Yeah, that, I mean, I know they've got their investment to, their investment into it to to cover. Yeah. But yeah, it it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't have the the feature set to be at the price point that it's at. Like yeah. it should be, it should be competing with the the Helix. I would say, given that the Helix doesn't model and neither does this, or yeah. say doesn't, well, doesn't capture. And, capture yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. like same as a GT Core. Like, yeah, maybe, it's, it's maybe on even that level. maybe even sit it at like you know a couple of hundred quid more. That like but it, it, not towards like eighteen hundred quid. It should be like max twelve hundred quid. Is that what the the Helix is now? About twelve hundred quid. I think it's less than that, isn't it? I thought the maybe Helix LT had gone one. over a thousand now. But yeah, like I think the big boy one is. But like what what 
like the only kind of saving grace here is the reason why they've left it so long is because they obviously clearly cared about the sounds that are in it and wanted it to be good but they just they were so late starting that that's caused them to be so far down the line if they're spending three months just on the evh amps to make evh happy like i'm sure that they spent a long time on all of the stuff that they've done which is great but in 10 years time like we'll have everyone will forget about cores. this in two years well they'll forget about everything that's out at the moment because we'll have 16 cores or 32 cores and we'll have better stuff again because we're not yet at the point where each generation and i would put this in the helix generation that was maybe 10 years old at this point. it's not quite 10 years it must be about six or seven the helix but if if we throw this in at that generation with the neural dsp quad cortex and the um the gt1000 they're that step along from the pod hd 500x or whatever you want to class the last generation of these kind of things are this yeah. the, the step there was was massive but we're not yet at the point where you can't tell this apart from an amp in the room with it i get that on recordings we're nearly there but we're not there with an as an in the room kind of like if if you go to a gig well, and hear this just like the quad cortex if you're if you got if you're running it into a power and running it into a cab yeah they're never the sound of the speaker they're always the sound of a mic up cab yeah and that's that's so that's what i mean like if and yeah maybe if you're running it into a power amp but at that point you're buying an amp as well so you've got another thousand pounds to throw on top or 600 quid or whatever single duncan power stage for 300 quid something yeah. like that there you yeah go. but like what i'm saying is we're not yet there and there there will come a time at, whether it's the next generation of these or whether it's the generation after where you don't need to buy that power amp because the the units themselves are that good that they can emulate that room sound and not the recorded sound because where we are at the moment we're emulating that recorded sound and we're now it's it's not about the emulation it's about the power to push it, it out it it is but it's not, like there are there's surely a way for you to create that in headphones for somebody this does it in headphones. No, this, will, this will do the sound of the cabs in headphones via the. It will give you that mic'd up cab sound. Yeah, but uh, the impulse responses are. But it won't sound <laughs> like if you put a microphone in the room with a valve amp. Well, an impulse response it is sounded, pretty much exactly sounded, the same thing. I'll tell you what, that these. Uh, I this, don't think it will. You can load up your own IRs on this, but it has a really uh, decent thing where you can move the the. Uh, cab around same as you can do on the qc and so on and so forth so you so you've got your cab you can choose which part of the um speaker the microphone is at whether it's off axis and how far away it is yeah it, it was there was like i don't know say about eight points on each line so there's there's quite a lot of maybe 32 different positions you can go and each one you could have off, off axis but um it it sounded uh the the best sounds i heard were from Ola England, um, and it, it but just he can make amazing. anything sound good, though. To be fair, <laughs> I mean, it, his video was literally okay. Let me plug this in. He, he opened it up. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and then plugged it in. <laughs> um, yeah, you saw him literally because um, he he picked up the the cab. I was like, oh, they've made a combo amp. Oh, this must be a pedal for it. And he was opening it up with his knife and so on and so forth. And you could tell it was from a while back because. Um, some of the um, things that I've seen other people demoing on this, when he was pressing it, it said coming soon. 
Mm. So he must have got it uh, a little while back. Yeah. And his wasn't black either. His was like a metal color, which suits, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, it did sound fantastic. Like you could easily differentiate which amp was which with like your eyes closed. It was a very, very clear. Yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean... I might have a word with uh, Fender, see if we can get one over, because we've got all the other modelers in, on the channel, so we might as well get... Um, might as well see if we can get this. If it was if like it a grand, 1,200 quid, I'd say it's it's pretty, you know, it yeah. it's good for it's in the, right the money. Place, yeah. yeah, but, you know, it's I lacking so much. many core features at this point. Yeah. You, it's inexcusable to be that price and not have them. Yeah, considering you can oh. get the the Helix rack for uh, twelve hundred and the the floor unit for twelve fifty, the GT one thousand as well, you could get for the similar price, which is doing similar things. And the, other, the, the the UI on this is fucking good, though. That's like, that's the saving I've, grace. I've not isn't seen it? a UI that looks this good. The UI is very good. They've they've learned from the mistakes of the last ten years of the other units. Mm. However, yeah, it. The, the, I mean, the 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 core the core that I use is the best sounding model that I've heard, um, and and I've played a lot. It is, um, you know, me and Budge go backwards and forwards between this, but you know, I've I've played Helix a lot and I've got Helix Native and so on and so forth. Helix when I go Native to the core, doesn't sound as just, good. Okay. Uh, but uh, when I go to the core, it's just like, oh, it's, fuck it. It really is very, very good. Yeah. But the UI on it is awful. Dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's utter dog well, shit. Well, it wouldn't shock so, me if the fucking Helix one was because the fucking UI for the Variax, clearly written by an illiterate child. <laughs> uh, but this, this, uh, this just looks so easy. I know these are. People who do YouTube demos all the time, and you know, the same as us, you know, we 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 are familiar with gear. Yeah. But when I was just watching them go through the screens and uh, choose stuff, there wasn't too many options. There wasn't like I'm sure there's deep stuff in there if you want to get it. But what you needed was easy to get to. Yeah, and it's it didn't all very flood visual you over as well. with shit. Yeah, like it's very colourful, very clear. Yeah, you see the front of an amp, you see the front of a pedal, you see like when you click on that thing, it shows you that thing. And, and it's not like every amp looks the same either. Yeah. Like if you click on a Mesa, it looks like a Mesa. You click on a Fender, it looks like a Fender. All the knobs are different and everything when it when it expands, and the knobs are different when they expand. Yes, I said that. <laughs> so, they all um, are. They all are. <laughs> yeah, uh, and all the all the, a bit like on the uh, Helix, all of the um, the rings around the foot switches can change yeah. color to like so you can have green for your tube screamer and so on and so forth. Yeah, and the scribble strips show you like they are personalized to what uh what you've assigned that foot switch to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does look like a QC and a Helix have had a love child, doesn't it? They they didn't have a love child. They did some nasty fucking. <laughs> There's no love yeah. there. But yeah, I, I they get had what a you hate mean. fuck. They did. <laughs> yeah, and it came out defender baby. It looks like it looks like the QC. But behaves more like the Helix. Yeah. But sounds better than both. 
<laughs> right, and that's where we're going to end the podcast for this week. Because... That's how you know Josh was still listening. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we we're going to extend a thank you to our to our listeners for making it this far. You are legends, of course you are. You are listening to our podcast. We we are eternally grateful to you. We are also going to give a special thank you to our sponsor for this week, which is affordaboard.co.uk for all of your budget pedal needs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And we're going to give a final super sexy thank you to our Patreon backers. And for as little as $2 a month, that is $2, which is barely even anything these days. Um, You can be part of that crew. And I'm not going to say Andrew Yeomans this week. It's going to be... I'm going to start <laughs> off with the correct name, Mr. Adam Yeomans of Chef Tone Effects, Mr. Andrew Bimson of The Rising of the Lights. We've got the trifecta of Erector. We've got <laughs> UG Rection, <laughs> Mr. Mike Oxlung, and Gary Goldencock. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. We've got Mr. Brian Gare of the Tone Jerks podcast theoretically of the second button podcast come on guys we need more we need more Seinfeld uh, and the off the rails podcast we've got Mr. surely Dutton. there's only so much Seinfeld you can do there is but doing it one one episode every two months is it's a it's, it's a tease it's a cock tease is what it is <laughs> we've, got, we've got Mr. Diabetes Foot and we've got Please. Mr. Jason Wharton of Pedal Boards of Doom and his own YouTube channel subscribe let's to get it him to a thousand it. subs yeah. Subscribe if you haven't. He's he's on the mission. He's on the mission to get to a thousand subs. So let's help him get there. Cool. You're gonna stop breaking into a Green Day song then. No, they've only just woken up. I've can't can't do that to him, can I? <laughs> uh, so if you want to catch me online, this guy, I am Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You find me at Instagram, Facebook, Threads, which is again becoming a fucking thirst trap, isn't it? <laughs> of course it is <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Thirst Trap Threads uh, and YouTube YouTube of course is the home to the No Talk or Tone series and all of those are slash budget pedal chap I think <laughs> I don't very often go on my own site I'm logged in on all of the apps uh, that guy Lee where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook, on YouTube. You can uh, just search for Pedalboard to Doom and on Instagram, which is run by our Josh. You've got our YouTube, which is run by our Budge. You've got Facebook, which is run by moi. And you probably have Fred's. Matt, you can deal with that. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, give me the login for Threads and I'll do my own pastiche on the Channel 4 Threads. That would be fantastic. Make our login for Fred's. <laughs> it does not exist. Oh, Josh? Are you, are you still with us? It will exist because you you've got me, an Instagram. Yeah, you can find me at the Corona Mortis on Instagram and you can find me at Josh Castle TCM on YouTube where I have a video coming this week using the new TC Electronic Jewel Rec. And I also have one coming on Pedalboards are doing very soon. Yeah, you do. And Matt, where can we find yeah, you? Yeah, you do. So, yeah, heel underscore Matt Q on X slash Twitter 
slash whatever you want to call it, like just Elon Musk's cesspool, as I think is what we're going to call it now, uh, or threads, or is there anywhere else that you Instagram, Instagram, which is threads, but you have to post Free a threads. photo. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Matt, are you drunk suddenly? No, it's just... Like pointing at the screen and everything. Yeah, <laughs> just because I couldn't yeah. remember. It say helps. yo, say yo, Fred, say yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah, say, say yo, Fred, <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that still got some Amsterdam in his system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, we'll talk about it, yeah. Indeed. <laughs> that can be Patreon content if it needs to be. Right, from myself, <laughs> Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. From oh my gosh, it is Josh <laughs> on a on an audio <laughs> podcast as well, and from Mister Matt Quarren, say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. We'll be a tatty boy and good night for this week. You are a bit. Don't miss the shit bye. joke. Bye, boy. a shit joke. My penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records and then the librarian asked me to take it out.